Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. What a wild and crazy week it's been. Yeah, I knew before I even looked it up on Google that Monday the 9th was going to be a full moon. I am a believer in the full moon. I've worked in healthcare for 27 years and I can tell you the full moon affects people. Yes, it does. Today is the 5th of March, 2020. It's got about a three to six inch um, snow forecast for tonight. And I'm going to tell you a funny story. We have not had the intense blizzards of years past. Oh, I'm so happy. The issue is we haven't had that much sun. And I have not used the snowblower um, all year. And I don't intend on using the snowblower at all for the rest of the year, if at all possible. And I think that if we get six inches of snow tonight, I'm going to Baja out of the driveway tomorrow or maybe <laughs> even not go to work at all because I do not want to use the snowblower. We currently are showing that we have 110 inches of snow that has fallen for the season and our season normal is 141. The record was set in 1996 at 207. Thank goodness I did not live on the 45th parallel that year. I lived in Wisconsin. No, that was the year we moved back. It was our first winter back. No wonder it seemed like it was the worst snow ever. Oh my gosh, see what trauma all that snow does. So we are at 110 inches and my husband has done all of the snow blowing on our antique, uh, okay, it's old piece of junk snow blower that need, it's served us well. I should not speak ill of the snowblower but it's ready to retire and go to Florida and it needs to be replaced and I want a tractor with an electric start and if I'm going to do snow it needs to be you know as easy as possible so it's been wild and crazy people have been cranky the news has got people scared with um this coronavirus thing um, nobody knows. I'm not even going to get into it except for it's putting people on edge at work. It's putting on people at, on edge in the community. It's wrecking some people's plans and travel plans. And it's been the topic of debate because this weekend my husband drove to um, Columbus, Ohio today. And it, the Arnold is a sporting event that he wanted to go see. It's strongman, bodybuilding, competition. Some of his Highland game friends are going to compete and they're pros. And so it was going to be a grand old time, except 
They said spectators couldn't come. Then they were coming. Then they weren't coming. Then they could go. He's halfway there. And um, I think they're not going to have spectators. What a great weekend, right? I hope Columbus has a zoo or something. Um, <laughs> or maybe they have an aquarium or something about history. You know, and he has something to do while some of the folks are competing in a Highland game that he went to watch and can't see. I feel bad for him, but at least, you know, he got a couple days off work and is going to spend time with friends. I'm a little cheesed off about the whole thing in the Arnold because seriously, if you're going to make a decision to cancel something, you better do it more than 48 hours before the event and a lot of people have already traveled you know because some people are coming from all over the world that's my rant for the day and so that's been a topic of discussion all week and so has a whole bunch of other stuff and then today i got thinking we're changing the clocks this weekend i gotta figure out how to do that um that's normally my husband's job and um, I don't even know how to set our alarm clock. Maybe I'll use our cell phone and my cell phone instead. But, you know, it's the things that I'm like, it's got to be getting close. People are sick. People are cranky. People are forgetting appointments, coming wrong days, wrong times. Oh, boy. Yep. Hopefully spring will get here and it will alleviate all of this. And I'm jealous of those who went and planned better than me and have had a trip to sunshine. Now, I'm going to say last weekend, I went to Autorama in Detroit and it was a spectacular weekend. It was in the 40s all weekend. Saw the kids weekend before I saw my parents so when you get out of the 45th parallel area, the snow is gone and they're having a little more sun. And yes, my sister of our creative souls took pictures and sent them to me of her crocuses that are blooming in her yard. I still have um, probably three feet of snow in my backyard. And this year, I'm right and truly sick of it. So enough on that. What have I been sewing? Well, last week I wrapped up the improv triangle quilt that Nick Ball had of Quilts from the Attic on Instagram and I started up the Pat Sloan Traffic Jam quilt. It's a free pattern that Pat Sloan has on her website and it's a great stash buster. So I've been working on that. I've got six blocks done. My goal was to get about, you know, a block a day. I had a head start and went out of town so I cheated a little bit and I have six blocks. But I want to make at least one twin size with the color palette I have and maybe another twin size with a little bit of a different color pa palette potentially for my granddaughters. Now the other thing is I just did a Facebook live with my group on my Creative Corner 3 and I told them um, some pluses and minuses of doing the pieced border. And if you want to hear that whole thing, you can go, um, if you aren't already a member, um, join up and you can hear the whole reason why I am not a fan of pieced borders because I don't ever get them to line up right. The quilt is crooked and yeah, it takes a lot of skill to do a pieced border and my hat is off and I salute all of those who can do a pieced border. But this is my reasoning. I'm a long arm quilter and I love free motion quilting. That nine pass, patch pieced border um, will not do feathers well. And I want to put feathers on this. And I also want to focus on the secondary pattern in the quilt 
and you'll have to go look up the quilt to see it. And I think that will make it a little less busy. And um, I don't like traffic jams too much, but I don't mind moderate traffic. I know. Did you see what I did there? <laughs> so this week I've been working on the traffic jam quilt and I haven't loaded anything on the long arm. I'm hoping to load a little wall hanging on um, that is in my customer quilt pile. It's a Christmas quilt, so I can't wait. I'd like to do little snowflakes and holly leaves is my plan. And that brings me to, um, I've been having a great time doing two um, daily prompt challenges on Instagram. One is that is IG Quilt Fest. And I've been posting that on Instagram every day and also on the Vicki Holloway quilting page. That is done by Amy's Creative Side. And she is a modern quilter. And every year she does IG Quilt Fest and comes up with the prompts. They do little prizes and things. I've never won, but it's always fun because if you follow the hashtag, you learn all about different people and different um, different aspects of the business and quilting. So IG Quilt Fest started with introductions. Um, my favorite technique with a tip was free motion quilting and um, practicing by doodling on paper first was my tip. And then it was... Oh, what was the other one? Seemed to have lost it here on my phone. It was, uh, today's was weird. It was quilts on the go, I, quilting on the go. I don't do quilting on the go. So I said, I don't really relate to that, but English paper piecing is about as portable of a project as you can get. And, um, that is about all I do. Cause if I try to sew in the car, I'll be car sick. And then Creative Hands uh, was just a little video of me working on chain piecing and cutting thread. So that's been super cool. Now the other IG um, month-long prompt I'm doing because it's about small businesses and your small business story, which I've been trying to figure out if I am a small business or not with my podcast, but I did March Meet the Maker. Oh man, I just realized I've been using the wrong hashtag. I'm going to have to go add that. It's hashtag March Meet the Maker and it's hosted by Joanne Hawker. Now see, look, I've been doing it for five days and I've been using the wrong darn hashtag, Meet the Maker. So this is more about your business story, um, your hands at work. That's everybody is doing hands. That's like an Instagram fad right now. I am not so sure I'm a big fan of people's hands holding stuff. The other part is I don't like my chubby hands in pictures, you know, you know, I, and I don't have great nails. It just makes it stressful. It's way too stressful for hands holding things. So it's a fad. I know for a while there it was feet. Yeah, yeah, everybody's feet. Um, and then we talked about branding and time and a close up. So yeah, I've been doing some Instagram prompts and I've really enjoyed it. I'm, I've been also stitching a little bit in the evening on my English paper piece um, temperature quilt. I have not made a ton of progress and it's going to be about like the one or two rows that I'm knitting on my cowl. They're going to be forever projects and I hope that by the time I retire 
they will be done. And it's okay. Hand stitching stuff in slow stitching is zen and calm and really relaxing and I love it. But then I get stressed in the back of my mind going, you should be done by now. This is taking way too long. Why isn't it done? You have all the stuff that you need to do. No, I want to do or you should be doing. No, I shouldn't be doing anything self. I'm relaxing because quilting is supposed to be relaxing and a hobby and it's not a race. It's about the process. See, I keep telling myself that because sometimes I need that advice. I need it a lot. And with all this ups and downs this week, um, it's in the Instagram um, IG Quote Fest asked one prompt that I want to talk about a little bit more. And the prompt was before Instagram. And I, I just, it really got me nostalgic. I, I can't believe how much emotion that prompt was. It was done a couple days ago. And I was like, mm, let me read you my post. Before Instagram was a simpler time of blogging and blogging circles. And I showed several pictures of quilts that I made before Instagram. And I started blogging in about 2008. And I did a friendship triangle quilt. Now that was um, from the friendship quilts. And we did a half square triangle exchange. Oh my gosh, I love that quilt. And the next one was a Civil War diary quilt where I taught myself how to paper piece six, six inch blocks and set them on point. Never done that before. And I tried to pick um, more modern fabrics to make it, you know, feel a little bit more modern than the old Civil War palette. Um, the last quilt I did was a eight-pointed sawtooth star that was a kid I got for Christmas. And that was done before Instagram. And I use that quilt. Um, I've used it every day this winter because it's orange and it's sunshiny. And I learned how to quilt feathers on it. Blogging back in the day, it was a simpler time. Um, we didn't have to have all these curated feeds. And um, I know that... a Stephanie over at Modern Society said the same thing. I mean, we think we've all been waxing nostalgia over the the blogging circles and where we actually had real conversations and interactions with people. Um, I was beyond mom blogging by then, but some people were and some people were more into great storytelling and reading. And, um, you know, I just remember the people who I used to read and people would blog every day and it almost felt like a soap opera or a diary, but it was so fun and you could leave comments. See, I'm, I'm thinking we're almost to a point where people won't leave comments anymore. And that makes me sad. It's just one more level of detaching. You know, we'll look and swipe and heart, but we can't have conversations with people anymore for fear of retaliation. But we used to have all kinds of comments and comment circles and link parties and things that were fun. Block exchanges where we actually talked to folks. I've um, been burned by so many of them recently. I've never even done... I've not done an online block exchange recently, nor have I done a little quilt exchange either. Um, so I've been, you know, kind of nostalgic about that. 
I liked having the connections with people. And I often wonder what happened to some of those people because their blogs are gone now. And, you know, maybe they went to Instagram and changed their name. And yeah, it's like friends moving away. You just don't, <laughs> you don't know what happened to them. And um, yeah, I miss that. And blogging circles, you know, Part of the issue is now is that there's so many places that people go and there's so many people and there's so much that you don't really ever get to see with the algorithms. You don't get to see people's feeds enough unless somehow you do make a connection and you seek them out. And even then, I still find that people are posting things and I don't see that and it upsets me because <laughs> I really would like to keep up with with folks. And it's not like you can do that with social media, like you could with blogging circles. You know, I still use um, blog loving, and, but I don't go on it much anymore because people don't blog. They're like launch launching websites for their businesses. And there's not a lot of storytelling and writing. And I kind of miss that. And I think that's why I still love homegrown podcasts, you know, where it's just people talking and it's like old school radio, as Francis calls it on Off Kilter Quilt. And it's just, you know, it's it's fun. It's fun to hear people, hear their stories and what's going on in the world. And I'm telling about the snow and being all cooped up. And I'm not running that snowblower. I'm telling you, I am not doing it. I'm not. I'm really not going to run that snowblower. I'm looking outside going, yeah, it's snowing a little bit. I'm going to pretend that it's not. So that's just been something that I find interesting. And I think that's where, you know, I just want things to slow down a little bit and enjoy. And it's it would be fun to be able to go and have that experience again someday, you know, of what it was like when blogging was new and you could follow people and actually keep up with them and ask them what happened and how are they doing after their surgery or their baby or, you know, things where it was more of a real connection versus swipe heart, swipe heart. And, and I've gone to other social media platforms and, and I'm kind of like, not, not, it's just not for me. Not for me at all. Like TikTok, you know, I went on TikTok. I have an account, posted a couple things, but it's there's one or two really good things about TikTok, but they have also migrated over now to Instagram. But um, most of it's just weird dancing and people being silly and kind of, and it's one minute video. So it's like too much overstimulation for my brain. I have to say, I had the best time on Stephanie Sosha's Make and Decorate podcast. I was on episode 45 and we talked about everything. We talked about things we had in common because we're Midwesterners. She's from Chicago. Um, she knows what cold winters are like. We both like football. We both like quilting. We talked just, oh, it was so much fun. Um, 
check out her podcast, Make and Decorate. She does a more uh, interview style podcast. She does a little um, chat at the beginning and occasionally she'll do shows where she doesn't have someone that she's interviewing. But I really enjoyed her podcast. Um, She's had some great guests recently. And if you haven't heard the one before mine, you should. Because it also talked a little bit about this... um, nostalgia and and actually it was episode 43 with Sophia of My Great Challenge. What I really liked about her is she is a YouTuber and she talks a lot about um, cleaning the house using systems that are work for her. It sounds like she's um, done some fly lady stuff but I really like her her interview because it just made me feel so good about where I'm at with parting with things and going through um, this um, stuff that I have that um, I've inherited and it's just really hard you know letting go of things because of memories is really hard right and that's kind of where I'm at you know with the decluttering and going through and organizing and all that business. So check out um, Make and Decorate because I really enjoyed the My Greatest Challenge uh, was her guest. That's the name of the YouTube challenge, uh, YouTube channel that she has. And it was super, super fun. So we had a good time. So then, you know, I've also wanted to talk about some other podcasts besides Stephanie's. I've been listening to Secret Slob. And I love her. She has a podcast where she talks about things that she's blogged about for a long time. And this week on Secret Slob, it is Ruthless Decluttering. And she talks about the benefits of doing all of your ongoing decluttering because it gets easier and you become um, less bogged down in all of the stuff because you've already decluttered it once. But she made a big point on her podcast that it's never over, right? It's never done. You're always decluttering. As long as you have stuff in them and you buy things and you get things, you've got to throw things out and make room for more. And there's only so much space you can put in your container or home, as she calls it. So a slob comes clean is the name of her podcast. And I may have told you the wrong name. Her name is Dana White. A slob comes clean. She also did, uh, last week was the basics, getting started or back on track, how to chill out about and in your home. I loved that podcast. So that's been fun. I haven't listened to her more than a few months, but a slob comes clean. She also blogs if you would rather read about it. She has a nice blogging setup and she also has a book um, that she talks about quite a bit on her podcast too. So some other things that I've really been loving on Netflix, I am finishing up the repair shop. Totally love it. It's a nostalgia. See, that's the theme this week. Nostalgia. Uh, People bring in their family heirlooms that they have that may have been broken or need of restoration or fixing and keeping it to pass on to the next generation. 
Oh, it's a British show. They have some amazing things. Uh, there's a couple ladies who do teddy bears and toys. And the last couple episodes I've seen, they have done amazing work all by hand and cleaning up the fur and oh, just making the toys come alive. It's been great. I've also been watching some car repair shows. I'm kind of I like cars. I do. That's why I went to Autorama with my family. But we've been watching Goons Squad. It's two brothers who are just learning about repairing, restoring, and modifying cars. And that's been fun because I'm learning about cars a little bit. Just enough to understand what I'm looking at when I go to these shows. And I'm not really, you know, a car person where I would ever rebuild an engine or know anything about looking at one. But that's super fun. And I still enjoy the Tri Channel. And it is um, really crazy, silly comedy. And it's like it sounds. People are trying things and they're all um, Irish people. And so there's lots of comedy on that. So those are some things that I've really been enjoying. I've been slowly going through my stuff and trying to figure out what would be a good thing to do as the group for the My Creative Corner Facebook group because this month we're doing Pat Sloan's Traffic Jam as I mentioned earlier. But I've been taking quilts to work and hanging them on the metal door with some magnets, um, magnet, magnetic clips. And I've been do, calling it Quilts in the Office. And I took in my improv bookcase quilt. I think that's the project that we'll work on um, for the group next month. I'll show a video on how I improvisationally pieced the books uh, out of scraps and then you just need a certain um, yardage for the borders and for the shelves. It's really a fun, fun project to make and I'm not sure that I'll make another one but I will definitely do a tutorial and do a little bit of sewing along with everybody for that. That's my, my current plan for April, subject to change, but um, I've been enjoying that. Just reminiscing as I, again, nostalgically pull out old quilts and hang them up at work. And it really helps brighten up the institutional, like, walls. Not not like. It was an institution. This building is 80-some years old. It was built as a TB sanitarium. It's institutional. And I'm trying to soften it up a little bit. Make it feel a little more homey. And uh, I think the patients like it. I think the staff like it too. And it definitely brightens up and softens the walls and the long um, hallways that, <laughs> that are in this place. I'm laughing because it's just so creepy in there. It's really a creepy building. There are days when it's creepy in the winter especially. But the quilts make it a happy place. And I enjoy looking at the quilts and reliving it. And... Um, really having a lot of opportunities to talk to people about quilts and about how I made the quilts and where I found the fabric and the memories attached to the quilts. Um, it's just really, it's really been a great icebreaker. And I, I really am finding that I enjoy talking about quilts in person too. I'm getting over the fear of being self-conscious about talking 
about quilts and how I made it. And I'm, I'm not getting the, um, why are you quilting? That's like, that's a little over the top, taking good fabric and cutting it up, right? <laughs> Do you hear that a lot, quilters? But what I'm finding is people are really appreciating the hard work and the artistic um, expression that are in a lot of quilts. And um, books, the book quilt is one of my favorites. It really, really is. So with all of the um, pre-full moon um, craziness that's been going on in my life and ups and downs and all arounds, I have to say, update. Just got a call from my husband and I think all is well. Um, he may be able to see a few things and he's hanging out with friends and I think that the athletic events, um, he got to do some volunteer work and we'll be able to see some. So I'm pretty happy. I, I think maybe maybe the world is starting to write itself, write itself a bit. And <sighs> spring needs to get here. Spring really, really needs to get here. So I want to encourage you to check out the podcast Zen and the Art of Creativity. I've got some really good feedback. In fact, I want to read one review about the premium podcast. You can get it on my Etsy shop. It's $8. And I am so appreciative of Barbara. She is a big supporter of the podcast and she bought the um, premium podcast and she said, this is such a great motivational tool to get you centered while you craft or quilt. There was a lot of research, helpful hints, and valuable information. It has really helped me prioritize and enjoy my sewing time and not think too much ahead. Vicki's voice is very soothing and easy to listen to. Overall, well worth the purchase price, and I would highly recommend it, and I hope she makes more. Oh, thanks, Barbara. Thank you so much. And I hope to make more too. I need to do some more research. And, you know, that's part of who I am. I like to dig into something and do a deep dive and then share what I learned about it. Um, on Etsy, you can also buy me a virtual cup of coffee um, through either the um, $5 or $10 price point. And I still have a patron program and I have to record the patron extra for this month, but don't fret patrons. I will definitely do that. If you are a patron of the show, I want to set up a private patron only Facebook group. And so far I only have me and um, one other person. So if you are a patron of the show, get a hold of me so I can invite you to the group and that we can have some chats about what we want to talk about on the podcast and some other probably deep dive conversations about topics on the podcast. Um, so newsletter, I'm going to send one out probably mid month. If you want to sign up for the newsletter, that's easy to do. You can go on my creative corner wordpress.com show notes are there and feel free to leave a comment. Um, I know public comments can be hard, but you know, it's a friendly place and so far so good. We have had no negative comment people. And I also want to tell you that I had no voicemails this week. Um, but if you would like to leave me a verbal or audio comment, you can do that too. 
Just dial 231-577-6681 and you can leave me an audio comment and I may feature that in a future episode. 231-577-6681. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to check out the interview I had with Stephanie on Make and Decorate. Love her podcast. And I hope that you have a great Daylight Savings Time weekend. I hope that the full moon, um, all of that pre-full moon stuff is over with and your weekend is absolutely fabulous. And I am going to, fingers crossed, not have to snow blow the driveway and have a couple of days to really work on some customer projects and really, really want to clean this place up. So I'm going to listen to A Slob Comes Clean for motivation while I am working on the house and probably put a little Diane in Denmark, um, who was a fly lady proponent and be motivated. So you have a fantastic week, wonderful weekend. I hope that you don't miss too much of your hour of sleep if you are on daylight savings time like I am. Be creative and quilt on, everyone. 